Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word. I really feel very much led of the Holy Spirit to speak on a particular subject which is very dear to my heart because people are prophesying and talking about revival. I want to turn you to the Old Testament book of the prophet Joel and to the second chapter. And it's very interesting because uh, long before I actually launched out into the work that I was doing in Russia, that was before my first healing from throat cancer, um, I always believed in a coming revival. Because here, what you read in Joel chapter 2 is this, in verse 23, Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain in the first month. Now, I think most people, uh, certainly of my period, uh, always believed that what this referred to was the first rain being the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost, as we read in the Acts of the Apostles, um, which, of course, Jesus had prophesied, tarry in Jerusalem and wait, and you will be endued with power after that the Holy Spirit has come on you. But I've also believed that there would come in the last days, before the um, final harvest, that there would come a second outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And we certainly know that uh, although the church thrived in the first century, by the third century, the church had become so much part of the state that one would say from that period on, it lost most of its power. Although this did come back, it periods. But the key thing to me is this, that what uh, the prophet is talking about is something which was known in Israel, which is that when they planted the harvest, the seed, that there would come rain at the beginning to bring it to germination, and then immediately before the final harvest, the rain would come, and with the sun it would swell the grain and bring it to a real big harvest. And I'd always believed having come out of a difficult period, of course, during the war and in the years that followed the war, I still believed that there would come a second major dramatic outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Now, that's why when, uh, as an evangelist, I, I, I was planting churches, uh, it was actually in the year 1959, that I'd heard that there would be a World Pentecostal Conference to be held in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. Now, <laughs> this intrigued me because 
uh, I knew that 3,000 people would be attending from all over the world. I was aware of these World Pentecostal Conferences. I think they were held every four years at the time. And uh, uh, the only other one I'd been part of was, I think, in the early 1950s when it was in London. But what I sensed in my spirit was that if we could meet in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, and remember this was 1961 that the conference was held, Israel was only 13 years old, having been recreated in 1948. And looking at prophecy, I just believed that Revival would break out. You know, the power of God would come. It's going to be something really outstanding. And of course, being me, I, I was desperate to be there. You know the story. How that I didn't have the money to go. Um, I was married. I had two young children. I was evangelizing. And at the time, I wasn't even taking a salary. You know, it was difficult. But it was the sheer determination that resulted in my setting up that first expedition in 1961 when we went to Jerusalem. And I became, it was a pioneer thing. And you know, I've always believed in pioneering. I, I'd always liked to be the first to do anything. In fact, I even did a little bit um, in the years afterwards, I did a little bit of motor rallying in order to be the first to do something. But the thing was that it, the, the, the thing that drove me was the sense that I actually believed that if I went to Jerusalem in 1961, that if I was in Jerusalem in the upper room on the day of Pentecost, this would be the literal fulfillment of Joel's prophecy. That's why I was so shocked when being there uh, to me, uh, with the 3,000 people there, I felt as if there were 2,999 tourists. I, I, didn't, I, I felt I was the only one who was really there seeking for uh, a real outpouring of the Holy Spirit, for a real spiritual breakthrough. Well, it wasn't to come in that sense. But what I can tell you is now, looking back uh, exactly 60 years now, uh, to 2021, it's exactly 60 years since I went, I now know that although I didn't see what I thought I would see and see manifest uh, what I was expecting, yet I know that that was to see the beginning of a spiritual move in the world, but particularly a spiritual move which was to come in my own life. And I know that was the turning point that what I went for, although I was so disappointed, I can remember that it was 40 years exactly after that in 2001 when I was back in Jerusalem, this time to hold a, a big crusade, a big mission in the same hall where we'd had those meetings uh, 40 years ago. And 
uh, you know, what I like to do if I'm evangelizing in a place like that, I, I like in the days before to walk round the hall. I've, had, I've done this a few times and seen the blessing of God and walk round and just pray and call the people to come in. And that was what I was doing in 2001 and walking around and praying and saying, Lord, bring these people in that they will uh, experience salvation. And in the middle of it, I stopped and I became angry with God. <laughs> you have to forgive me. I became angry because I was saying, Lord, why was it I came here 40 years ago? Exactly. Almost. To the, it was the same month. And um, I said, nothing happened. I came here to experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Nothing happened. And God stopped me in my tracks. And suddenly he showed me exactly what I'm saying to you now. From that moment, my life had changed because from 61, I had traveled behind the Iron Curtain and I'd also worked in Israel. And all the great revival that was to come into Russia, the Far East, into, into the former communist countries had begun by that year, 2001. It had started in the 60s, in the 70s, the 80s and so on. Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.